Hello, everybody. On today's episode of Cougs and Sport Management, my guest graduated from WSU in 2017. She has worked for the Seattle Mariners, the Arizona Coyotes, and is now currently the manager of corporate partnership activation for the Seattle Kraken. I'd like to welcome Melissa Obrocka. Melissa, thank you for joining me today. Thanks, Ryan. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. I mean, I'm going to assume I'm probably correct in saying this, that myself and many others are very jealous of you working for the <laughs> Seattle Kraken, such a brand new organization. And I would say, you know, everyone wants to work for the Seattle teams. It's from Washington. So now mm -hmm. it's a new brand new Seattle team that everyone wants to work for. What is it like working for a brand new franchise? Yeah, that's a great question. And it's like kind of still surreal. I've been here for, I've been with the team for just over six or seven months now. Um, and it is definitely a whirlwind. It's not, it's not like a normal sports team because we're very much so in startup mode. Um, I would say when I started, we had about 70 employees and I think now we're around 120. So we've pretty much doubled in size, which is really crazy. Um, and then we'll add pretty much another hundred people to our staff before opening night in October. And so it, it feels small and there's so much going on between physically building an arena, physically building a training center, and then at the same time, educating all of your partners on hockey, because this is not a hockey market. Um, and then just kind of educating them on like what it looks like to be part of a new franchise. And so it's really exciting. It's, it's kind of just a whirlwind of events every single day, but, um, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. And that's really what drew me to it. Um, I'm getting some incredible experience. I know a lot about construction management now, which I didn't think I would learn, um, going into this job. It was, I always, you know, corporate partnership activation seems very straightforward, but we are, um, super involved in kind of the spaces in the arena and what's going inside. So that's been a whole different world that I didn't know um, was going to be an option, but I'm learning a lot. And for, for people that may not know the exact, you know, duties of someone in partnership activation, could you kind of explain what you do on a daily basis? Yeah. So I like to kind of explain, or I guess describe my role as, um, I, I work on behalf of a brand. So Virginia Mason is one of my partners. So I like to say I work for Virginia Mason and the Seattle Kraken is just a, a marketing tool that I have access to. So um, the way that I kind of frame that up is I know Virginia Mason's goals and objectives and what they want to achieve with their marketing. And um, I know enough about their marketing platform and their style that um, using the Kraken brand, I can help them achieve their goals. And so. Um, that's really kind of a, a super high level nuts and bolts explanation of activation. But I mean, we do everything from traditional media buys in a TV market and radio to, you know, the, the more stylistic activation that you see of um, like on ice activations or, or in game um, promotions and stuff like that, that you see a lot more regularly. Um, and even, now that's branching into the world of the community efforts that you see um, brands being a part of and stuff like that. So we kind of are the middle person in, in all of those, um, I guess, activations and we help bring those to life. What drew you to that role? I mean, you were partnership activation in, in Arizona when you worked for the mm -hmm. Coyotes. But before that, you were with the Mariners doing more kind of community work, right? I was... 
Um, the Mariners actually just had a different title for it. I've been doing the same job since I was a senior in college. So oh, wow. it's, yeah, so it's, it's been really fun, but that's exactly kind of how it started was I was a senior at WSU. Um, I knew I wanted a paid internship and IMG was one of the only paid internships at the time. And so I introduced myself to the GM and I was like, Hey, do you have any intern availability for the fall? And he was like, what do you want to do? And I was like, what do you want me to do? And he's like, well, let's have coffee and talk about like what you want to do with your life and stuff like that. And, um, so we ended up chatting and he gave me the position of a suite hostess. So I basically just sat in their corporate sponsor suite and I entertained, which was really, really fun for me. I'm extroverted. I like people. Um, I like to talk to people. And so it was a perfect job for me. And then as kind of the season went on, he gave me a little bit more, um, responsibilities. I would be in charge of a couple activations per game. So I really got to experience like what the day-to-day was like for activation. And then, um, after that, I mean, I, I, did an internship with the Seattle Sports Commission that introduced me to my boss that was going to be at the Mariners. And then um, from Mariners to Coyotes to Coyotes to here, it's just kind of like a train of people that introduced me to the right people. But I knew I wanted to stay in activation. Um, People do this job for the relationship building. And and that's really what I like doing and what I'm good at. And so um, just kind of wanted to keep keep that train going throughout my career. And now I feel like I'm stuck in it. I'm never going to do anything else. <laughs> well, I mean, it's something great to be, you know, if you're going to say stuck, I mean, working for yeah. the track and I don't know if how many people would feel <laughs> that they're stuck doing something, but, uh, totally. uh, so then you talked about the Seattle sports commission. Yeah. What was, what does a sports commission do for people that you know may not know? And then what was your role with them? Yeah. Um, I actually get that question all the time. Like no one knows what a sports sports commission actually does, but it was an amazing internship. Um, so the sports commission in any city is responsible for getting those big ticket items to come to your city. So like think Super Bowls, World Cups, like the Special Olympics are, is one of the um, um, projects that the Seattle Sports Commission bid on that was just here a couple of years ago. And so um, they do large scale events like that, but then they also do smaller regional events. Um, one of the events that I put on was the Pacific Northwest Football Hall of Fame luncheon, which is actually where I met like my future boss. And so um, they do they get involved in the sports community, but they also are super involved in the business community. And that's kind of where this world of sponsorship really lives. And a lot of those sponsors that are spending money with the teams are all on this board at the sports commission and they all know each other and they all talk. And so it was a good place to network and meet people. But, but in the, in the um, overview of things, sports commissions are responsible to bring revenue from sports to city. Is it just major cities that have, you know, sports commissions or? No, um, I, you'll see it in a lot of places. Like I know they also live under kind of like the tourism umbrella. So um, Visit Seattle was actually, the, they were the parent company of Seattle Sports Commission. Um, and they're not anymore, but you'll see a lot of you'll see a lot of sports commissions that live under tourism. And so it's just, it's just driving revenue and driving opportunities to cities, but like the city of Woodenville, they probably have a a similar setup to bring like soccer tournaments and youth tournaments to to their city and stuff like that. So you'll see it all over the place. Well, that's awesome. You were able to kind of get that connection of, you know, from one job to the other, you just started meeting people at each one that Mm -hmm. kind of gave you that opportunity. I mean, 
you're going from the, those position to position. Do you think that WSU and WSU sport management had a, you know, set you up for success in that way? Oh, absolutely. I'm pretty sure it was, it was Chris who gave me this uh, sports commission, like insider scoop. He kind of like nudged me and was like, you should apply to this. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, but beyond that, I mean, I've stayed in great contact with a bunch of my professors and I'm always happy to continue to, to chat with the sport management program. But like, as much as I hate to admit it, the stupid culminating project that you do, like <laughs> the 890, 490, 480, whatever it is, yeah. I did a bowling tournament and I absolutely like look back and think about, okay, well, what are like, what are the things that one of the things that I always thought about when I was putting on this bowling tournament was what are the pain points that I want to remove for the people that are attending this bowling tournament. And I apply that to pretty much any event that I put on, um, in my career. And that was a, that was like something that I'm pretty sure Tammy might've said like in passing to me, but it's just something that I've always referred back to. Um, so WCU 100,000% is why I am the way I am today. And, um, I definitely owe it to the program and the professors for, for helping me get to where I am for sure. Well, yeah, I mean, you, it makes you think of, you know, you get to an event, you have an event set up and you're like, well, where's the garbage cans? Like, did exactly. anyone bring garbage bags <laughs> to this event? It's just that simple. Um, exactly. My uh, my group, we did a drive-in movie theater this last mm -hmm. semester. That was like a big thing. We The day of, we go, we need to make sure we have every little thing set mm -hmm. up so we're not just sitting there right before movie time of we don't have, you know, tickets or we don't have something. Um, yeah. And it really makes you think. And it's great to, like, the past few people I talked to, uh, they've said the same thing of, it just makes you, think of those little things looking back of, okay, well, make sure I have, you know, all the operations, mm -hmm. all these little things set up. So the event will run smoothly. Yes. As frustrating as it is to write a 90 page binder, it, it sticks in your brain for the rest of your life. So you'll definitely remember grab garbage bags. <laughs> yeah. And then also like on the topic of WSU and kind of just <laughs> setting up for success. I mean, it's, Sounds like we talked before of you reaching out to someone at the Kraken and mm -hmm. just saying, hey, what is this position? Go Cougs. And it just kind of yeah. set up, set you up from there. And I think that's very important to, you know, know for people to know that it only mm -hmm. takes just, you know, a message to somebody and that connection of WSU. Yeah, it's and it's been it's happened in every job that I've been in. I mean, from from getting the internship at the Sports Commission, I remember when I was in the interview process, um, Kevin, the guy that interviewed me asked why I thought I got the job. And I was like, I don't know my personality. And he was like, no, it was because you were a student manager for the track team. He's like, he's like, I know what student managers do. He's like, you did laundry for four years. Like that shows that you can like do things. And, and he's, he went to UW, but he was like, and because you're a kook, like you have a lot of passion in that and you have a lot of, um, you know, pride in that. And he's like, that's so important. And I mean, it, it's actually so funny how often being a kook gets brought up and it is, it is, a networking advantage. I mean, there's quite a few of us in sports and, and exactly like you said, I mean, just sending someone a message and having that touch point of go Cougs is so helpful and it'll really take you far. Uh, and then, you know, from your position now to, you know, your previous ones with coyotes, the Mariners, mm -hmm. when you were graduating, did you know, like, did you know that, okay, I want to end up in professional sport or did you kind of just go with wherever I land or 
You know, it's funny. I, I always had the dream of working for the Seahawks, um, because kind of they're my hometown team. I grew up in a football family. Um, and I did an internship with the Seahawks and it was just the street team. So it wasn't like they're like hard fought internships, but the street team was so fun, but I did get to see a little bit behind the scenes of what a front office looked like. And it confirmed I totally want to be in sports. Um, I've always had a love for college athletics and I would love to eventually get back to that someday, but there is something about being with a pro team that is really fun. But I think just to answer your question, I didn't always have my, my eyes set on pro sports. I definitely didn't have hockey on my radar, but, but I mean, it's, it's fun. And, And in sports, you kind of take what you can get to get your foot in the door and then you kind of build from there. Where do you think, or where do you hope, or where do you think you'll end up in the future? That's a good question. And and I don't know if I, had, I totally have an answer for it. Um, when I moved to Arizona to take the Coyotes job, I wasn't leaving Seattle intentionally. My husband actually got into medical school down there. And so we were like, well, I, I guess... I guess this is our next step. And so we were planning on being in Arizona for a really long time. Um, and then this opportunity came up and the, to, to start a team, to start a brand new franchise in a basically brand new arena in your hometown is like kind of unheard of. And it's a once in a lifetime really jump, um, career wise. I don't think I'll ever do anything like this ever again. And so, you know, I definitely want to stay with the Kraken for as long as they'll have me. Um, however, I'll say that now and you never know what's going to open the door. I mean, this type of experience, um, will open. I mean, my, my bosses actually say it all the time. They're like this, this experience is going to open any door you want, which is really cool to think about. Um, I think if you would have asked me a couple of years ago, like what my sports dream job was, I would say general manager for the University of Oregon for IMG Learfield. <laughs> and like that was like I had my my sights set on that for a really long time. But I really love hockey and I think it's a blast and I think it's going to only grow in. I mean, I think it's going to do really well in this market. Um, but I think the U.S. as a whole is going to is kind of starting to latch on to hockey in a really cool way. And so. So I don't know. I mean, I love Seattle. Um, I don't know. I don't think I'll be here forever, but I'll be with the Kraken for as long as they'll have me. I've always wanted to open a coffee shop too. So I don't know. <laughs> Perfect place to do it in Seattle. Yeah, so exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, so for hockey, were you, did you know a lot about hockey before you kind of got into no. it or? No, I knew nothing. And I actually told the Coyotes that in my interview process, I was like, I'm coming from baseball, which is arguably the most opposite sport from hockey that you can get. And so it was, um, they were like, you don't need to know hockey, like in activation. I mean, you can, you can pick up an activation person and put them in any league with any team and they'll be able to still do their jobs because we're building relationships. We're taking care of our clients. And so that part of the job is the same. There is definitely a nuance to hockey though, that, um, other sports don't have. And it's, this weird fan group that we have, they're super engaged. They're all pretty wealthy. So it, it it makes activation really, really fun because you can get really creative in the NHL, much like the NBA, but in a different way, doesn't have as many rules as like the NFL does, which is really, really strict or the MLB does, which is also really old school. And so the NBA has done a really good job at captivating their audience. And I think the NHL is moving in the right direction 
it's just taking us a little bit longer, but, but we have this, this fan group that is so, so captivated, but hockey itself, because the sport is just so different than, than everything else that I've worked in. Um, I remember thinking like going from baseball, I could sit with a client for like the entire game and like talk with them and grab a beer with them. And it was very casual and hockey. Like my clients wouldn't talk to me if the puck was in play. And I did not, that was like, that was a big learning curve for me. I would, I, I had to learn that you only go in to suites during intermissions. Um, you really only talk like pre post or intermission and otherwise they they're there to watch the game. They're not there to like chat with you. And that was a big learning curve for me. I I'm excited to see the crack and I already have, you know, I already have a hat, already have a sweatshirt. Good. <laughs> Christmas, Christmas was good to me for in that aspect. Um, but any advice for graduating sport management students? Yeah. You know, it, it is really, it is really cliche to say, but you know, using your network to your advantage is, is the best thing you can do for yourself. Um, and doing like these informational interviews, these 30 minute, just like chats and, and being intentional with how you reach out to people means a lot. Like I, I, I make an effort to try to respond to people on LinkedIn, especially if they're Cougs or, or in college, just because, you know, I was in their shoes at one point. And I think what's, what's different about the sports world, um, as opposed to maybe other industries is everyone does really want to help each other. And so, um, a lot of times if, you know, the worst thing that's going to happen is they're not going to respond, but it never hurts to ask, you know, Hey, can I, can I chat with you about your job? And, and to be specific is always helpful too. Um, but I think just utilizing your network and, and I say that just because, you know, talking to other Washington state sport management students, like, don't hesitate to reach out to other kooks and ask them their experiences. And, and, um, you know, especially like if you're about to apply to jobs or looking to apply for, for jobs, you know, finding someone that's in a role that you're interested in and saying, Hey, I'm really interested in this type of position. Like what, what launched you into your, into your role or what can I learn from you? Stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think the, the WSU network is amazing, but, you know, taking it a step further and, and finding people that are in your dream job and asking them how they got there is, is never a bad thing. You know, I have a feeling that once this podcast becomes posted, a lot of people are probably going to send you a LinkedIn message and say, oh, I, I, heard, you on the, I, I heard you on the podcast. That's fine. I don't, know, I don't know how many people, you know, will, you know, will message you or will actually get to this point in the yeah. podcast, but maybe, maybe expect, you know, a few messages from this. All right. I will, um, I'll count on it. <laughs> uh, and then just kind of a, you know, another question, what was, what would you say was your favorite memory from WSU? Um, I feel like if I don't answer getting engaged at an Apple cup game, then I'm like <laughs> cheating. <laughs> so I have to answer that. I mean, it was, it was a crazy day. Um, I was working for IMG at the time and, um, my now husband had like basically worked out a deal with my boss and someone else in the athletic department that that he would that they would stage the activation that I was running that game. So I was used to running this activation. Like I knew I was going to be part of it. Um, 
but I did get a little fooled and I was the one that had to hold the game day sign and it actually said, will you marry me? Which is great. <laughs> but, um, but no, I mean, I think that that's definitely in my, in my, in my top memories, but, um, I would say I love traveling with the track team as well. I, I have a lot of fond memories from the team there, um, and getting to travel throughout my four years of university was, was definitely special. And I don't take that for granted because I know not everyone got to do that. Yeah. I mean, those experiences of working, you know, aside from getting engaged at a game, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a huge experience, but just even working, you know, managing the team, uh, that brings on so many memories and just stuff mm -hmm. that, you know, you'll never forget. I mean, working when I worked, I worked for marketing and promotions and then mm -hmm. I worked for the women's basketball team. And just some people may think, well, you were working. It's not a big deal, but you know, playing yeah. music for playing music during a home football game, that was a lot of fun. Like that's, yeah. that's stuff that I'll just remember forever. Um, just because like, wow, I'm doing this as an unpaid intern. They're, they're trusting me to do this. <laughs> Yes, I would say the the student managers for my three years or four years that I was doing it, we are all still pretty good friends and and stay in touch, which I think is amazing. Um, and I think it's because we all recognized at the time, like, yeah, we're doing laundry at three o'clock in the morning for these student athletes. But it was a bonding experience. And um, but yeah, they're all it's it is really cool looking back. Like we had some really really amazing experiences. I also went to the Holiday Bowl like three years in a row, which was really fun. But that's outside the point. <laughs> I say, did you have, did you fly down every time, or were you traveling I, with, uh, with IMG? Or no, I drove down on my own. There was actually quite a few football games I would drive down to on my own just for the extra experience, and then I would basically just like beg my boss to let me like be working, even though I was just like at the game. Um, but the Holiday Bowls, we drove down from Seattle to San Diego to two years in a row. Um, and then we, we went to, what was the one in El Paso, the sun bowl and it snowed. We, we drove to that one too. That was brutal. Um, but yeah, holiday bowl was, was a blast and, you know, got to support the Cougs anywhere they go. <laughs> yeah, no, I wish I had more opportunities to do that. I mean, I, I probably could have, if I really tried, but I looking back, that's one of my regrets is to not going to more away games. They're fun. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Thank you so much, Melissa. It's looks to be all the time that we have today, but yeah. Thank you again for coming on the podcast and talking about your journey, you know, in your career after WSU sport management, it sounds like you've found a lot of success in you know, what you're doing and, you know, in your career. And I hope those listening are able to kind of take some advice from this and mm -hmm. apply this, hopefully apply the same ingredients to their life and their Very career. Cool. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me. And again, definitely don't forget to utilize your network, folks. <laughs> it's so important. Yep. Thank you so much, Melissa. Thanks, Ryan. Yep. Go Cougs. Go Cougs.